Welcome to the Lunar Light Podcast, a show where I decode the transits of the moon and planets to align with the cosmic call to action. Many people believe astrology is outside of themselves, but I'm here to tell you that it's not. As cosmic beings, we are not separate from the cosmos. We are a part of it. I'm your host, Karina Chrysler, transformational astrologer and divine feminine advocate, and I am here to take you on a radical self-actualization and healing journey through astrology, the elements, ritual, and the sacred practices of the divine feminine. I have worked with hundreds of women on helping them identify with their purpose, normalize that their spirituality and their sexuality are not separate, heal generational and past life trauma, and call out the shame that keeps us from our greatest potential. It is time for women to reclaim their most powerful essence. Are you ready to birth the life you truly desire? Then let's do this together. Hello everyone, this is Karina Chrysler and you are listening to the Lunar Light Podcast. This is our second episode. I'd like to thank you so much for being here. I hope you're doing well and enjoying the energy of 2022. Speaking of which, we're going to dive into the very first full moon of the year in Cancer, which will be on January 17th. Uh, in 27 degrees cancer. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and what you can possibly do up until that point and during that full moon to really embody the cosmic call to action. So two things, we're going to talk about this full moon. There's aspects to this full moon that I absolutely love. And of course, my planet Uranus going direct after a very long retrograde cycle on the full moon. So that's so awesome and amazing to me, especially because the full moon has so much power and intensity and movement and illumination. It's such a beautiful aspect of one of the most significant planets in my personal practice to be moving forward. So Uranus, is my guy, he's my planet. And that's because it really helps us remember. So there's this aspect of Uranus that is like a knowing that has a remembering of who we are, what we've come here to do all of our many lifetimes. It can help us access our soul memory. And in fact, there's a theory that I heartedly believe in of this aspect of the Uranian realm. Now, the Uranian realm is this point of consciousness that, again, remembers. And it's believed even when we are in our mother's womb that we have a direct connection to this Uranian realm through the umbilical cord. And as we are being developed we're connected to this realm and we soul travel and we remember lifetimes and we look at things in a way that possibly we want to remember coming into the new life coming to us. So as we're developing our new brain and our new mind, we are living aspects of our past. So when we are birthed, when we're born into this earth dimension, 
and the umbilical cord is cut, we are directly disconnected from the Uranian realm. However, it's always still there. That consciousness is still there. But those memories that we decided to access as we were in this realm still live in our mind. And I believe that a lot of aspects of our lifetime in terms of our personal evolution is remembering this. So that's why I do a lot of past life regressions and why I believe it's so important to connect to the body because the body really holds the memory of a lot of different things, but it definitely holds soul memory. So especially our sacral area, our sacral chakra. So in Taurus, Uranus is in Taurus right now at 10 degrees. Love this aspect because Taurus is really about authenticity and feeling safe and understanding our boundaries and our worth. And definitely holds a very strong connection to the divine feminine. So we can access a lot of this divine feminine energy through Taurus, which I love. It's very sensual sign, but it connects us to our bodies as well, really roots us into this earth. When Uranus goes in retrograde, especially in Taurus, and because this planet moves so slowly, so its retrograde cycles are quite long really gives us an opportunity to reevaluate these things, reevaluate our worth, reevaluate, am I living in alignment with really who I am? Do I create the boundaries in my life to be able to thrive in that authenticity? Am I connected to my sensuality, my sexual energy, my connected to those beautiful aspects of the divine feminine of receptivity and intuition and really living in alignment with our emotions and accessing the wisdom from our emotions. So the fact that it's been retrograde for so long, this is an invitation right now before we reach this full moon to really look at how this has influenced you? Where did you possibly see some resistance? Maybe within yourself, sure. Maybe outside of yourself. Maybe those things that you've been really working on and like you've put some hustle into it and, and you know, they're just not coming together no matter how you change things. And the question now is, is it in alignment with really who I am and what I actually desire? And sometimes there's a beautiful aspect of divine timing, which I've had to learn a lot in my life um, of being patient with divine timing, but Taurus can also be very stubborn. So like, are you just not being flexible and understanding that whatever you're working on that isn't coming together just might not be right for you. Now, this isn't me saying that what you're working on isn't meant for you, but where did you find the resistance over the last few months? And now we can possibly look at because, you know, we've collected more data, we've gone through more things, we understand things a little bit better. Is it really authentically in alignment with who you are and what you want? 
So that's just the invitation to really review that. And as Uranus moves direct, we can make those decisions now that really can create that momentum and change in our life to step into that authenticity, to step into that aspect of remembering who you are. Okay. So lots of dismantling happening right now. So even if this doesn't come to you quite easily or not right away, you just have to sort of ask that question and allow that consciousness to come through. It might come through on the next new moon. It might come through during Taurus season. Um, It might come through a lot later, but it's important when we start to gain momentum and moving forward in the, with this beautiful energy that we just ask those questions. And I think things can start moving forward now, right? But just create that container of awareness of looking at alignment in your life. Taurus is very hardworking. And this year has a lot of energy around hard work and dedication and motivation, but is it inspired, right? Because we can work as hard as we want, but if it's not inspired, we become quite exhausted easily because it's really not in alignment with who we are. So this is a big opportunity to check in with this, reevaluate things, understand your worth and your worthiness. Maybe you need to think a lot bigger which we uh, definitely can look at this year too around uh, what you're calling in in your life. Along with this beautiful initiation of Uranus energy where we can definitely now expect some changes to happen, we have a full moon in Cancer. So Cancer energy is beautiful around any sort of lunar cycle because it is ruled by the moon. So we have the first full moon of the year in the sign of the moon. So a lot of activation can happen here if we connect to our intuitive knowing. Now, Cancer has this beautiful, nurturing, healer, mother archetype to it. And this full moon definitely has a beautiful, beautiful aspect of healing. But one thing to really pay attention to is understanding what is yours and what isn't yours. So what I mean by that is, especially my water moons, you're going to feel this pretty deeply, I think. But cancer has all the feelings, all the emotions. It feels a lot, right? And that's why it can be compassionate and so nurturing because it can understand others' emotions, others' feelings. But in that, what happens sometimes is that we hold on to things that just aren't ours. Now, a full moon can illuminate this. A full moon is is a time of the lunar cycle when the moon is fully reflecting the light of the sun. And it's in its fullest power. It's in its fullest aspect of light. So we can see these things. We can see things very clearly on a full moon that possibly 
we either need to change or that can be massively transformative or we see for our personal empowerment or healing, whatever it might be. So can we look at this full moon at those aspects of what we are holding on to that isn't ours? Now, I'm not the biggest believer in releasing on a full moon because a full moon is a time of fertility. It's connected to our ovulation aspects of the menstrual cycle. So it has this beautiful initiation energy of creation. So to release during this time isn't always the most beneficial thing to do. However, without release, without destruction, without dismantling, there is no creation. So we need one with the other. So if you feel empowered on a full moon to release something that you've been holding on to, or you need help with, or you're calling in sort of that invitation to let go of something, I do it. That's whatever resonates with you is a beautiful thing, but understand that you are doing it in a time where then it can definitely bring some new life, new energy, new space in your life, which is beautiful. This moon does have a little bit of that aspect to it of what isn't mine? What do I need to let go of in order to bring in new life, new creation, new aspects of what I want for the next cycle? And this could be the six-month cycle going into cancer season, or it can even just be this lunar cycle. That's up to you. So how we understand what is mine and what isn't mine, this was, this is a challenge. This is something I've had to work on for a very long time. And I still do. I still have to create a very strong container around this because I'm so dominant in water. So I feel everything. And when I was in my early twenties and even before, like probably as far as back as I remember, I always felt very weird in crowds. Uh, I felt uncomfortable. I didn't understand. Like I felt different. Like I was not comfortable and I had a lot of anxiety and I didn't know why. And when I really started to understand me and, and how I connect to energy and connect to consciousness, I, I started to really understand that uncomfortableness was just, wasn't mine. The anxiousness wasn't mine or the anxiousness was you know, listen, pay attention, connect to your body, connect to what message is trying to come through, but it requires grounding. It requires you to be centered. So especially my water moons, because you're going to, this one is, this one is a lot. So if your moon sign is in water, cancer can definitely make you have all the feelings or especially if your moon is in cancer, but it, has so many opportunities for you to intuitively connect to what's coming in into your consciousness. But if you can ground yourself and center yourself, then you can start understanding, okay, that's me. That's my energy. That's my message. That's my motivation. That's my desire, whatever it might be, that's mine. And when you start asking what isn't mine, doesn't feel like you feels different. The anxiousness has a lot to do with this as well is sometimes, yeah, we could be anxious about the future or something that's coming up in our life, but when it doesn't make sense, 
a grounding practice is really beneficial to root yourself back in your own essence and understand this isn't yours. The other aspect with this, what isn't mine and what is mine is our imprints or the projections that have been put on us that really has nothing to do with who we are. And this leans back into this Uranus energy of remembering who we are, remembering our authenticity, being in alignment with with that. And this Cancer moon could definitely illuminate what aspects don't fit in that category. So what was projected on me that made me believe I was this, this way, or I liked this thing, or I wanted this whatever really just isn't mine. And can I just see that? Can that be illuminated for me during this full moon so I can let it go? Those are the projections. The imprints can definitely be from experiences or past lives or anything that's just been imprinted on you again. That isn't yours. So this full moon definitely has a lot of potential of us leaning back into our authenticity And we have to trust, (laughs) we have to trust our intuition around this because all the emotions, all the information is there being illuminated for you. So a great exercise to do around this is to journal. Go back as far as you need to, really, in terms of connecting those dots Like I have to go back to like probably when I was in elementary school where I just felt like, you know, the little (laughs) weirdo and just didn't really easily connect. It's not like I didn't have friends, but it was, um, it was an emotional process that I had, but kind of go back and just sort of see where it all began and then how that influenced certain decisions in your life that you just, you don't want to do anymore. And this is this beautiful aspect of this full moon that can show us this, that can illuminate this and the energy, the supercharged energy of Uranus going, okay, do you see it? So now let's move forward and create the change to bring us back into alignment. Now with this, when you look at the full moon, You want to look at the certain aspects of the sun, or at least I do, that are being projected on the moon, right? So the sun is in Capricorn and it is conjunct Pluto and Selene. So this has, this definitely has some energy with this. Now we're doing a strong Pluto dance right now in Capricorn season, the Venus retrograde. Um, is in Capricorn as well. And she began her retrograde cycle with Pluto. So there's a lot of aspects of Pluto, especially over the last couple of years. Pluto in Capricorn is trying to dismantle old belief systems, dismantle old structures, dismantle the things that are just old and they don't work anymore. And they're not meant for the greater good of the population. It's just outdated. 
it's just old, doesn't work anymore. It's time to let it go and recreate the new structures. So, but what Pluto does is it always goes to the underbelly of things and takes the things that are hidden and brings them to light so we can see them to evolve. If we can't see them, then they remain hidden. And then evolution doesn't really happen. So it's really important just to to look at Pluto in a way that, yes, it, it could be painful. Yes, it's destroying and dismantling things, but its intention is always for evolution. Now, this is happening on a global level. We can see this firsthand. But where this is happening in your chart will really depend on on where Capricorn is located in your chart of, of this aspect of evolution. So the sun illuminating Pluto has, to me, sort of this beautiful opportunity. Now, I'm all about the dark, guys. <laughs> I have the embodiment of the feminine that loves the dark aspects of things, the rawness going to like that point of, of uninhibited sort of energy and consciousness. But I think a big misconception around the dark is that it's evil. And it can be a darkness can definitely be evil. But in terms of energy, I connect to the aspect of the dark of a concentrated energy. So it's not that there isn't light there. It's just that the energy is so concentrated that light is just not reflected. Now, the beautiful aspect of this, you can almost think of it as source energy, right? It has all the information. It's concentrated energy. So think of what energy is. Energy is frequency. It holds information. So if we allow ourselves to go to this dark place of consciousness, even, we can connect to the information that we are seeking, And that's what Pluto essentially wants us to do in a lot of ways. It's very subconscious. So as a seeker myself, this is why I am so connected to the darker aspects of things, because I believe this is where we get the information we need to transform. So if you think about Pluto rules Scorpio, Scorpio is the water sign that goes to the bottom (laughs) the very bottom, dark, dark, deep places and sits in the mud. Now, if you think of yourself emerging in this mud, yes, the mud creates an aspect of feeling stuck. But what if we thought of us going into this dark place, into this mud and sort of staying there long enough to receive and to listen to this concentrated amount of information around us and gather the information we need by asking the question, then we can take this and then come up to the surface of the water, which is this beautiful aspect of that Scorpio has with death and rebirth, death and rebirth, light and dark. So with the sun illuminating Pluto right now, this is an opportunity because Pluto naturally is the furthest away from the sun. So illumination doesn't really happen. So the opportunity that you have right now is is these 
places, this information, whatever you're seeking right now is being illuminated. You just have to allow yourself to surrender and go there and sit a little bit in that uncertainty and possibly a little bit of uncomfortableness, right? Like it's like turning off the lights and walking through your home. You don't really know what you're going, but you know, you're okay. So that would be a beautiful invitation to look at for this full moon because it's massively transformative. So what are those hidden things? What are you ready to see? What pain points that you've possibly repressed want to be seen now? Because you're ready. You are willing to take this information and use it for your personal transformation. What are you ready to allow to metaphorically die in order for that rebirth process to happen? A beautiful goddess energy to pull in with this is Lilith. The other aspect to this is Selene. So we've got the dark moon goddess and the white moon goddess in this time, in this cosmic time. Beautiful. So into the darkness, we want to call Lilith because she's really our mirror. She wants to show you what you've possibly repressed in order to really step into your authenticity, to really step into what you desire, to not submit to anybody, to not to submit to anything and really own those aspects of who you are. This Pluto goddess energy is very raw. It's very wild. It's very gritty. It has a little bit of messiness to it, which I love. And within that, that's that's pure emotion. That's raw emotion. And that's the place that when we allow ourselves to go there, then radical transformation can really happen. And just a lot of self-love and healing as well. So I'll leave it up to whoever's ready to go there and do this and with you in this beautiful transformational time. Now, on a brighter note, Celine is conjunct Pluto. Now, Celine is a point in our chart of where we can find protection. So wherever she is located in your chart, you have some protective, beautiful energy there. And she also illuminates your path. In a time of deep healing and transformation and us remembering who we are and and creating that change to step into our alignment of our authenticity and what we desire and where we feel worthy, Celine is also here to then say, and this is the path. To invoke her energy right now, I call it as a, as a mentorship when we want to invoke these types of goddess energies. Um, you can ask her to show you, show me, show me what the path is, show me the next step, whatever is in your heart of, of where you want to put some energy or some evolution into your life, whatever you're desiring, because this is the Venus retrograde at the same time. Ask her to illuminate your path and know that it's safe because she is there to protect you. 
Now we do have this beautiful aspect of safety, I believe in 2022 around the eclipse cycles and around Uranus in Taurus, making a lot of the feminine energy and the feminine qualities and the feminine power to be seen now and to feel safe doing it. This is a big deal, I think. And I work with a lot of beautiful, powerful, powerful women that have so much talent, but are so afraid of being seen. And I have a theory, a lot of, I can see a lot of things in your, in people's charts around this, but there's also this aspect of why, why is that so innately within us? And a lot of the aspects I believe is, is because it's hidden soul memory, but this is an invitation on this full moon to, to look at, okay, if this path is being illuminated for me and it's safe for me to be seen, what does that mean? What would I step into? How would I empower myself if I had this sort of beautiful goddess energy sort of encouraging me to step into my own personal light. And that's what Celine really is. She was a daughter of, of a Titan in mythology. She, in mythology, it is said that she rode on her moon chariot to light up the heavens during the evening. And really that her power was to light up the night. So with this Pluto energy of darkness and this goddess energy of lighting, of illuminating your path, even through this time, what is being illuminated for you? What do you want to see during this time in order to move forward on your path? So Pluto's right in the middle. It's right in the middle of the sun and Selene. So Pluto definitely can bring up a lot of our fears. So if you can embody this aspect that you're being guided and it's safe now to be seen, what fears could you possibly look at and move through now? And do it in a very loving and nurturing way that cancer can promote during this time. So with this aspect of Celine, the sort of imagery you can put in your mind even, because I'm such a visual person myself, is this chariot that she just rides through the sky through. And if we think of the chariot card and tarot, you know, really being a sign or an omen around you confidently moving towards your goals. So during a full moon is a time of co-creation, a time of birthing. It's, it's co-creation to me is, is another word for manifestation, but co-creation is to me a stronger word to um, embody the aspect that whatever you want is not outside of yourself. You have everything you need to create the life that you desire. With this aspect of moving into your authenticity, moving through fears, 
invoking this light in a time of darkness, which is going to be really important for 2022. What does that mean for you? What goals can you set in place? What laws? Because Selene in, in Capricorn and even Venus in Capricorn are very dedicated to respecting the laws that are values that you govern. So within that, how are you moving forward? How can you declare what you want, even though you might be afraid, even though you don't know how it's all going to work out, even though there's uncertainty, what are you declaring on this full moon that you want to birth? So what are you birthing right now in your fullest light, in your fullest authenticity, taking those aspects of dark and light, all those shadowy parts of yourself, all those raw pieces, what do you want? What are you birthing? Cancer knows how to do this very well because she's the mama. So a beautiful practice around this, especially leading up to this full moon, if you're listening to this before the full moon, is to just really understand what has been shown to you through this Uranus retrograde about alignment with your authenticity, about connecting to your body, about remembering who you are in all of your amazingness, and how can you work through the fears now to really be seen and to step into that devotion piece for the life that you are truly trying to obtain. So what are your goals? And you can do this by summarizing this in a, in, I call it a mission statement. <laughs> um, so every full moon, it's like a mission statement that I make that I declare what I'm asking for on this full moon. I go outside. Um, I have my water with me, of course, and I leave the water outside so I can drink it later or use it in my bath water. And I say my statement to the moon of what I'm calling in and what I'm declaring for myself and knowing that everything that I need, if I'm asking for it now, it means it's meant for me and that I'm ready to work through this Pluto energy and these fears in order really to step in my illuminated path. You can call on Celine as well. Celine does mean the moon, the white moon goddess. She's empowering us right now. You can invoke her mentorship to help you understand what is being illuminated for you and just also create that practice of understanding what is mine and what isn't mine. So, a lot of information, <laughs> but take what resonates with you. Even if you do one of the pieces, even if you just start asking questions, you have to create the practice that resonates within your consciousness and also your body. Um, a full moon is a beautiful time to also just express gratitude. So it can be as simple as that. You know, it's a beautiful time to dance, to put on music, to have an orgasm, all of those wonderful things that really bring us back into our body and celebrate this illumination of feminine energy is a wonderful thing to access during this full moon. So 
would love to know any of your questions, comments. I'm happy to always answer questions in upcoming episodes. I'm probably quarterly going to take questions and um, just simply answer them around whatever astrology, mythology, divine feminine, if I know it, I'll answer it. And I will see you guys next to leaning towards the end of the month for the next new moon and wishing you all of your personal empowerment and those deep, deep, deep desires (laughs) and the strength and the courage to move through your fears through this beautiful time of the feminine. So in this beautiful time of the cosmic call to action. So take care guys. I'll see you soon. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back in two weeks for the next lunar shift. Please feel free to share with your friends. And as always, I'm happy to hear your feedback and any questions you want me to touch on in future episodes. You can find me at KarinaChrysler.com and on Instagram to stay in touch with my offerings, including booking an astrology reading, learning any cosmic updates I'm talking about, or any moon ceremonies I'm hosting. Take care of yourselves and please consider leading with compassion and courage during this transformational time. Stay well, beauties. I'll see you soon.